You are listening to The Winning Mind Podcast. I am Letitia D'Souza. I am a mindset coach and business strategist who has helped more than 1,200 people change their lives, their relationships, their businesses, and just win in life. There's a myriad of reasons why we're not winning in life. Most people don't really play to win. They play not to lose. And what winning really means is becoming a better version of yourself each and every day. We can do this together. Hey, beautiful people I love. I hope that you are having a really, really good day. Man, I am having what feels like an accelerated day or just an accelerated time period in my life. Like things are happening really, really quickly. And I'm just like, okay, I'm here for it all. I was having a conversation earlier and I was just sharing with someone how, how can I put this? I said, I think I said this last week about graduating to new problems. And so rather than getting discouraged by that, I'm starting to feel a sense of excitement. Like it's just a beautiful game. And it's just like, I know God is always going to show up. And so some of these, I don't want to even say problems, challenges, they're so much bigger than me. But I'm just like, okay, I'm being stretched and expanded. And I'm like, God, you get the opportunity to do what it is that you do. Of course, I'm going to do my part. And I think that's the thing that some of us, some some of the areas where we fall short, those of us who have faith and those of us who believe. So I even saw a posted online where somebody said, your name is being mentioned in rooms where you're not, that your feet haven't touched or something like that, like your dreams are going to come true. And what happens is when you see those statements they get an emotional rise out of people and people feel really good in their emotions. And that's great, but we can never lose sight of cause and effect. Your names could be mentioned in rooms where your feet haven't entered yet, but cause leads to effect. We don't just rely on the fact that I know that people are talking about me Quite honestly, that's the way my business has been built, by not, by my name being mentioned in places that I was not. I'm in conversations that I'm not privy to, and that lends itself to referral. But the cause that I put in place to get that effect was being of service to my clients in a way that when when people had a need for what it is that I do, that I'm top of mind. So we never want to mix faith with this kind of pie in the sky thing. And just because we have an emotional response to something, think that these things are magically going to happen. There's always the practical part. And so you can always look at anything that you desire in your life. You can look at that's the effect. And you can go right back to the cause column and see, have I adequately put in the causes to get this effect? And if you have not, then that is your prescription right there. It's really not rocket science. Some things we make so much more complicated than they have to be because in complication, we end up confused. And what do confused people do? Nothing. Most confused people don't do anything. They shut down, they avoid it. They put it on the back burner. They procrastinate because when something is simplistic and you can see the clear path ahead, 
then now you're challenged with doing something. And that's what most of us don't want to do. And so we go through all of these overcomplicating processes to avoid taking real action. So there's that. One of my uh, clients sent me a video yesterday, I think it was, and some somebody was saying that a millionaire like shifted the way that they thought about things. A billionaire, I'm sorry. And the billionaire was telling him, only strive to work 18 hours a week, Tuesday through Thursday. So you can basically have your Mondays and Fridays off and you have life flexibility and time to think. And he was saying that that forever shaped how he was doing things. And I was like, wow. I said, that felt really intuitive to me. And a lot of y'all might not know that that's how I started my business to begin with. I work Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. I take Mondays and Fridays off. So if ever I need to do anything, if I'm traveling or doing anything like that, I will typically do it from a Thursday through a Monday, even though I can work from wherever. But also... I have time built in my schedule to think. And that's what a lot of business owners, entrepreneurs, just people in life, period, are missing, just time to think. And so our calendars are so chock full of stuff that it just doesn't need to be filled with. And we're consumed with things. But if you look at the output or if you look at the results that we have, they're, they don't seem to correlate to, you know, everything that we have going on. So just something to consider. What I find about that is that was, that was and is a non-negotiable for me. So I wanted to build my business from the beginning the way that I wanted. And not to say that I was inflexible, but with certain things, certain things that feel like core values, those are non-negotiable. So everything else that I need to do, I need to do outside of those parameters because that is something that is very, very important to me. And what happens is a lot of us have the mentality of when I get to a certain place, then I'll shift gears and I'll do this. It's much more difficult to undo something once you've made a habit out of doing something. Doesn't mean that you can't pivot, but a lot of us don't like change in the first place. And so when we get accustomed to doing things in a certain way, it becomes very difficult to let go of that way of doing something to embrace another way. So that's why it was important to me to do it from the beginning. You know, I believe things don't go wrong, they start wrong. So I built it that way from the beginning. And the other thing is a lot of us don't even know what what our non-negotiables are. Everything is negotiable. Everything is negotiable. So we don't really live our lives or build our businesses or exist in relationships with certain core values. And that's why we never feel this real sense of stability or solidity. I mean, inwardly, even if things are looking crazy on the outside. Y'all want to know something that's funny? I literally forgot what I was just about to say next. And sometimes in our humanity and in our fear of how we're going to look we wouldn't admit that, right? But that lends itself to what I'm actually going to be talking about. And that is, if you're not making mistakes, you're not making progress. And you have to allow your humanity to exist. For you, I think, even to peacefully coexist in the world, 
Do you know how many of us don't allow ourselves to make mistakes or allow people to see our humanity or to see this imperfect version of us? I'm saying like the world that we live in right now has some of us imprisoned to the point of paralysis where we won't let anybody see us outside of our ideas of perfection and it's crippling us. So in my humanity, I forget stuff. I mess stuff up. I stutter. I'm like, my CD is stuck. You're going to get it all. But if you're not making mistakes, you're not making progress. And this is coming from a recovering perfectionist. Like, my standards were so freaking high that I couldn't even meet them myself. So I was mad at myself and mad at everybody else for not meeting my standards. And I was miserable. Miserable because the standards, I think, were imposed upon me in some way. I don't even know where them ridiculously high standards came from. Now, let's be clear. I still have high standards. They're not ridiculously high. They're just ridiculous. No, (laughs) they're not ridiculously high. I don't think it's so much about having a standard as much as it is about being a standard, but in having standards and having a commitment to excellence, there is a difference, almost a fine, undiscernible line between having a commitment to excellence and being a perfectionist. And it takes a discerning eye to see and know the difference. I can spot it a mile away. So in accepting humanity, my humanity, and accepting me making mistakes and accepting me doing things imperfectly, do you know how much peace I have gotten from certain things? Just things that used to just have me like have my undies in a bunch. I'm just like, all right, it's whatever. Like we'll 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 figure it out. Like we'll do it better next time. Oh, okay, I see that mistake. And so the next time we'll do it better. And it has just allowed me to continually make progress without getting stuck on minor things, right? So case in point, selfless plug. I have a new ebook out. Five key mindset shifts that minority women entrepreneurs need to make. Well, when the ebook, when it was time for it to get uploaded on the platform, I noticed that the formatting from the way that it was originally done and how it was uploaded to the platform, uh, it wasn't to my standards. So I said, okay, here's a new challenge. This is something that we can work with. So I got somebody to fix that challenge. Well, then that created another challenge where two clickable links are no longer clickable. And I said, hmm, okay, is this something I can live with? And just now I'm that much more aware so that the next time I release the book, I'm mindful of this and paying attention. Here's the thing. When you don't know something, a lot of us are so afraid not to know. But when you don't know something, you'll never not know it again. I will never not know this again. And so this is one mistake, if you will, that I will never make again because I've made this and so now I'm aware and so I know to do something different. But a lot of us wouldn't have even gotten this far because we would have gotten caught up with the fact that, oh, there's a mistake. I'm not, now again, I'm not talking about like, 
mediocrity and just having poor, like, I'm, I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about from someone who has a commitment to excellence and who has high standards. I still make mistakes. And do you know that the more mistakes that I am allowing myself to make, the happier I am, the less seriously I take myself. And the more, quote unquote, successful, because success is subjective, the more success I am experiencing, the more successful I am becoming because I'm allowing just the natural learning process of learning and growing, making mistakes, doing things differently, figuring it out, taking the feedback to just be part and parcel of this just this process of being human, of being a business owner, right? But a lot of us are stuck at the gate. We have the most... Listen, any day, a perfectly executed idea that lives in your mind is going to fail in comparison to an imperfectly executed idea that you can get the feedback from and continue to perfect over time. And so perfectionists, there is a lot more that lives in the head of a perfectionist than it does a lot of times in actuality because there's this analysis. What do you call that? Paralysis? Uh, You know what I'm talking about. Analysis paralysis. And so there's this thing that stops us in our tracks. And a lot of it is the fear of how it is that we're going to be perceived. Well, people always have an opinion. People will always have something to say. People will, I mean, people, that's, that's, that's just, that's just the nature of people being people. This is actually starting to be like a little game to me. So my social media girl, she, you know, has just been putting out like more video content. And for y'all newcomers, y'all might know this, but I was like so afraid of visibility. And so every time I would try and record a video, I'm stressed and and anxious because it wasn't perfect and it didn't look like I wanted it to look. Listen, it's still too much for me to do on my own, but I've just been like rolling them out. And I'm over here like, Lord have mercy, what am I doing, right? And so the triggers don't necessarily go away, but I'm moving forward anyway, like making mistakes, figuring it out. And so what was funny to me is like, I saw a comment on one of my videos that was like STFU and another that was like, who cares, chocolate lady? Do y'all know that sometime back, like a perceived negative comment or something, I would have been like, shut the whole thing down. I'm just not doing this anymore. But At this juncture, I'm so rooted and grounded in who it is that I am that I don't give a shit about that. I'll keep putting out more imperfect things. I'll keep putting out what feels right and what feels true at the moment. I'll keep making mistakes and learning and growing as I go, as I'm evolving into a different version of myself. And a lot of us just don't want to make mistakes. I was literally having a conversation last week with someone. And they were telling me that they did not want to invest more money when they hadn't done the thing. Wait, how did they put it? They didn't want to invest more money in something when they hadn't done what they needed to do thus far. So in their mind, the way it lived in their mind, they were going to do the things that they committed to do and then go back and reinvest. And I said, um, let, let, me, let me just interject here where I disagree. The problem in the first place was the level of commitment. 
which is why the things weren't done that needed to be done. So what is magically different now about your level of commitment that you're going to get the things done outside of coaching? Like, help me understand what happens. And so then you're going to get those things done and then you're going to come back and then you'll be ready to coach at a more advanced pace. Do you, you see how our minds, but what happens is this, a lot of those things weren't done because of this perfectionism. They weren't done in a way that I wanted them. And so I'm pushing this off because I really have to get this right. And so on your quest to quote unquote, get this right, you look up and months have passed and you you not have not only have you not gotten it right, you haven't gotten it done, period. You, have, you will never meet a perfectionist for the most part who doesn't have some procrastination that they're dealing with. Because that thing will drive you and drive you and drive you and you look up and you have not you have not put out the thing that you set out to do because it's not perfect. But here's the thing. Where does the standard of perfect come from? Like, where does that come from? I know for me, it was ingrained in me because my mom set a high bar for me. And I felt like that probably stemmed from her having me as a... Um, as a teenager, and she needed to make sure that there was a standard for me that was higher than the one that she had for her life. I get that and I understand that. But what was created as a result of that and so many other areas of conditioning was I felt like my approval and my sense of acceptance came only when I performed and only when I performed to a certain standard. So for example, if I got Let's just say there were 10 grades. I don't know how many on a, on um, report cards, right? If I got nine A's and a B, for example, then it would be like, what happened over here that you got this B? Not that you got nine A's, but what happened over here that you got this B? So guess what? This is not perfect because there's only nine A's here and then there's a B. So my attention started to naturally gravitate to what wasn't right, what wasn't enough, what wasn't done correctly, instead of learning to applaud myself for the things that were great because that was not the feedback that I received. Do you understand? And so this is not to blame my mom. This is not this is not that because guess what? I made this same mistake with my daughter. And so my daughter got the message. I never told her this that guess what? If it, I would do the same thing. Well, what's going on right here that you got to see right here? My mind is constantly focused on what's not right instead of what is because guess what? That inherited critic becomes an inner critic. And until you catch it and until you learn that inherited perfectionist who, who has a constant bar that they can never meet, you're going to recreate the environment that is inside of you until you can see it. So when I saw it, then I began to shift it. But, you know, a, a lot of it was already there. So now my daughter is incredibly accomplished, but... I'm not proud of my daughter. Of course, I'm proud of her accomplishments, but I'm proud of the woman that she's become and the woman that she is 
And so that really needs to be the emphasis because what it created was this sense of constantly seeking approval. So while I'm seeking my mother's approval, then, okay, that led me to seeking approval in the world outside of me. So let me perform so that I can get the approval. And then if I don't perform to a certain standard and I don't get the approval, my self-esteem takes a hit then that lends itself into other relationships. It's how you get into people-pleasing. It's how you get into working for love. Do you see how this one this stems from that, right? And so now, having done a lot of the inner work to unlearn that, now I'm at the place where I can allow myself to make mistakes and I can enjoy the process of learning and making mistakes that I was not allowed as a child, right? So I'm sure some of y'all can relate. And so you feel like you're only as valuable as what you can produce, that you don't necessarily have inherent worth and value outside of what you're producing. So if you are an entrepreneur and you're having a great, great month, then you feel good. Well, if you're not having a great month or if you have a few bad months, then that is really tied to your self-worth and you feel horrible about yourself because what you produce is personalized and you make it mean something about you. And so what I am saying to you is, if you can grasp this for me as somebody who has gone through this, struggled through this, if you can grasp that, You don't have to ask permission to make mistakes as an adult because you're not the same child that will be chastised for making a mistake or that will lose love or approval for making a mistake. But it doesn't mean that you're not still seeing through the childhood lenses and you fear that same lack of approval. And so you are on this hamster wheel working to perfect things so that Everything is perfect. You look perfect. You know, your social media is perfect. It shows the highlight reels. Like every I is dotted and every T is crossed. Except that's not really who you are. That's not really who you are. And so you've exhausted all of this energy and not given yourself the grace and compassion to make mistakes. If you didn't receive it, then give it to yourself that I am allowed to make mistakes. Mistakes are how I learn. Mistakes are how I grow. Mistakes are how I get the feedback necessary to know what to do next. And it's really okay. Listen, Mess some shit up today. You can recover. Like you, you can recover from your mistakes. But here's the thing. We punish ourselves for the mistakes and we stay in this place of ruminating. And so we just go in this and instead of saying, yep, I messed that up. Let me, let me go. Because let me tell y'all something. Right now it is 12.01 p.m. I guarantee you that I will mess something up by two o'clock, if not before. Okay. I guarantee you. Y'all know how many mistakes I make and have made, but the difference is I'm just like, and some of them are costlier than others, but I'm still not going to stop living and learning and growing and trying because of mistakes. And the more mistakes that you're willing to make, the greater chances that you have of being successful. But a lot of us, we're afraid 
to be a novice. We're afraid to suck at something at first because of this idea of perfectionism. And I'm telling you, our it stunts our growth. It stunts our growth. Listen, when I first started coaching, I wasn't the coach that I am today. Do you know how many mistakes I made with people? Like, I, I really made a lot of mistakes, but I learned and I grew. And I grew into the version of the coach that I am. I'm not the same coach that I was last year or six months ago because I've been willing to make some more mistakes and to try some different things and to learn and grow. And some of us are still the same outdated versions that we were like five years ago, 10 years ago, because we've been afraid to make mistakes. I can remember speaking to someone and she was saying how she she was just coming from a lot of mistakes. And when you come from a lot of trauma and you may have PTSD and all of these other things, I am not in any way encouraging people to be frivolous and just to be mindless and just do things without consideration. But even your most thoughtful and well laid out plan. You can't see all of the things. And so you will make mistakes. Anyway, I was speaking to someone and she said that she was praying and she told me, she said she was just proceeding with caution and she's caution. And she said, God told her, no, you're just with caution, but you're not really proceeding. And that's exactly what I'm saying. If you're not making mistakes, you're not making progress. Because on her proceeding with caution, she was so cautious that she was not actually moving. In her mind, she was just thinking and researching and preparing and doing all of the things and doing nothing at the same damn time. So give yourself the grace to make a mistake. If you have made a mistake, Forgive yourself and move on and and so you can get to the next mistake. Do y'all know how many financial mistakes I make? Y'all know how many relational mistakes I make? Like you can come back from anything. You can bounce back and you can come back from anything. Some of y'all need to get y'all bounce back back. Your bounce back is weak. And you can, I'm telling you, you can come back from anything if you're just willing to go and put yourself back in the game. Dust yourself off and get back in the game of life again. Start dating again. Start, you know, restart your business. You can always, you can come. And I'm telling you from somebody who, people people tell me often about my wisdom. Like, how did you get so much wisdom? Because I failed so much. Because I messed up so many things. So most of my wisdom comes from things that I messed up and things that I completely failed at and messed up at until I didn't. So you get the benefit of years of fuck-ups, right? So it, it sounds good now and it's wise now, but when I was in it, I look, I look crazy. I look like my life will never amount to anything. And I felt that way for a very long time, but I'm learning. If you understand polarity, you understand that opportunity exists on the same plane as an obstacle, that wisdom and success exist on the same plane as failure. You're just on one extreme of it and you just have to move to the other side of it. So if you are failing, you are in the same, you you are on the same playing field as success. If you just do something different, you can shift where you are. And a lot of times that involves making mistakes. So if you're considering something today, considering doing something, not sure what direction to take, 
With the information that you have right now, make the best decision that you can. If it's not, if it turns out and feedback gives you information that says that wasn't the best decision, then make another decision with the best information that you have at your disposal today. But what you cannot afford to do is to be stuck. What you cannot afford to do is to just die in place. You're either growing or dying. There's not a space in between. And so even in making mistakes, you're still growing, right? But to stay still is to just die. And we weren't put here to die. We were put here to live. We were put here to mess stuff up. And that's how we grow and become the best versions of ourselves. So I'm going to leave you with this. What can you go and mess up today and learn from? Like what Can you take a risk to mess up today? You will be so much better for it. I am not, again, telling you to be frivolous and just to go do mindless things without thought. But what I am saying is take a risk and bet on yourself. I did. I bet on myself and I kept betting on myself. And eventually those mistakes turned to wisdom. That wisdom lent itself to the success that I had always been looking for. And I'm just scratching the surface, surface, not service. So see, see how I just messed that up? I love each and every one of you. Share the podcast. Go fuck something up today. I'm with you. Let me know how it goes.